Welcome back to Teaching with the Body and Mind. I'm here with Tom. Hi, Mike. And Ross. Hi, Mike. And Joey. Hi. Today, I I guess this topic has been in my head for a while and wasn't sure what I thought about it, but with the passing of Vivian Paley, I thought about how she was so good at just looking at what children do and talking about it. Like, I don't know that she was ready for superhero play or you know, some of the things that she eventually talked about. And so I thought it's time for me to confront my demons. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's princess play. So I find myself often, you know, training other teachers and talking about how they should accept gunplay. And it doesn't mean the child's going to grow up to be a violent, you know, offender and things. And yet when I see kids, you know, especially girls getting into like these like dresses and like, I don't know, putting something to you know, be like long hair or something, and especially weird shoes, you know, fancy mm-hmm. shoes, and just like, look how pretty I am, I'm princess. Right. I don't know what to do with that, mm-hmm. you know? And it is like, oh, I don't want you to like grow up thinking it's only about looks or something like that. Right. And yet, if I'm being honest with myself, I, I keep telling other people, don't worry when they pr- play with guns all the time. Right. It's like they're not, it's about power, it's about, mm-hmm. you know, other things. Mm-hmm. But it still makes me uncomfortable. So I, you know, grudgingly accept it, I guess, is what is the best I can do right do you, now. Do you feel like over the tenure of your time, has it evolved or changed for you in terms of your comfort or what yeah. you're allowed, or even your own, your own reflection or understanding of what benefit could be coming from it? Yeah, you know, and to be honest, I think it is kind of parallel to the gunplay thing in that mm-hmm. when I accepted it more... The last few years of teaching, the play actually got kind of interesting where dressing up as the princess was just the beginning. And then it was whatever, like it went in all these different directions. But when I kind of tried to veer it, like, I don't know, Mm -hmm. I I can't even remember what I would have done. Princesses, maybe you need to scientifically formulate the secret potion. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Something like like that. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, hopefully I didn't do that, come on that strong. But Mm -hmm. yeah, I would try to direct the play. And when I let them do it, they had plenty of interesting things to do. But Mm -hmm. there's something about that play that... um, It's hard to honor. Yeah, I don't honor it. I, I would say I probably still don't honor it. And, well, and it, I'm, I'm gonna guess because I think maybe my feelings are similar in that it it's it feels like it's pro- a promotion of a patriarchal society or that yeah. this idea that for we're assuming or we're we're I mean, I mean I'm I'm getting ahead of myself. I think it feels like maybe we're we're doing that projecting, which a lot of people will do with gunplay. Right. That same projection of guns, you're gonna be violent and things are gonna happen. We know there's no correlation, so mm-hmm. I think if I think for me, there's that we don't want to promote that, like you said, Mike, that it is just about females and looking good or had or right, being that the power is only from the looks. Maybe well, that's the thing expose, I'm so uncomfortable. They both ex- the reason I think we're uncomfortable with yeah. both of them, not to sound more knowledgeable yeah. than I am, they both expose where power really comes from because yeah. we don't like gunplay yes. because kids have figured out that power comes from guns. Yeah. We, we can say um, it's yeah. just, they're just being powerful, so it's innocent because they just want power because right. they're small children. And they've already figured out that but that's what's un- power. But what's unnerving is they figured out that guns are the power, right? Right. And so if we, so where's the power coming from when, when little girls dress up and play princesses and we say it's really just mm-hmm. about being powerful? Right. Are we uncomfortable because the power is coming from, well, frankly, 
they're some strange birthright. In, I mean, in, in true right. princess play, you really you're only powerful because your family says right, right. Has, mm-hmm. has, has access. But to the fairy tale it. But the fairy idea tale of a par- is, is through your is, is through your looks. You can be poor. You can be Cinderella as long as you're beautiful. And yeah, yeah. If you're Cinderella, like you can be poor as long as you're and so once, beautiful that the prince will notice you. You'll get the prince. Yeah, and. That once you once you are gotten by the prince, well now you're now you're going to be taken right. care now, of. Now I will say this: it, I will say that in my classrooms, mm-hmm. not too many princesses princes are participating in princess play. Right. right. And I do think there's this like I don't know kind of new current of I'll just say pure girl power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's been a little bit nurtured by mm-hmm. the corporations. I think Disney has very intentionally. Yeah made it like, oh, all the princesses are like a team. So it's more like the Avengers or something like that. Right, that all right. the princesses, even though in the movies, they are basically alone. Right. Uh, you know, with, yeah. with, that, with only like a weird animal. Except in Wreck-It Ralph too. Weird yeah. animal to talk to or something like that. Yeah. But in, in play, they're more like they're more right. like right. a and, team. Although there often is, can only be one. I think the other thing that makes us uncomfortable, makes also makes me uncomfortable in princess play is often there's just... It's the hierarchy as well, right? It's mm-hmm. the most powerful right. one who bosses yeah. the other ones around. Mm-hmm. But that's... I, I guess I don't really have a problem with Princess Play, and I, I can't ever remember having a problem with it. I always had princess dresses and things like right. that. But what happens in Princess Play... Well, a couple of things. First of all, there's lots of negotiation mm-hmm. and accommodation uh, and conflict and which is which is fine because then the kids are learning to figure out social roles and where they where right, they negotiating stand. Mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> the other thing is, I remember boys dressing up in the in the princess dresses too, and right. maybe there'd be, uh, you know, a girl would say, "Oh no, you can't do that." Well, why not? Right. I mean, I had several several boys who mm-hmm. really loved the power of pretending right, like right. they got yeah. this powerful dress and yeah they in fact they would put on more than one dress right right more than one scarf and yeah and that's the thing too that it is just dressing some of it's just dressing up Mm -hmm. right and taking on a new persona right Mm -hmm. but then there's also something and i think this is one of the things that kind of made me think about it differently and and be more accepting too although it gets at the same exact thing we just talked about but working I work with a lot of trans children and youth and seeing the preschool preschoolers who are trans girls, not just preschool, preschool, first grade, second grade, mm-hmm. uh, trans girls are attracted to princess play. That it's really mm-hmm. like this idea of going way far with the extremes. Cause it's, it's like the dresses, the poofier, the dress, the like shinier, Shiny, the dress, sparkly, mm-hmm. sparkly. Yeah. And so it would be like, you know, there had to be like glitter nails and, you know, maybe glitter lip gloss and this fancy dress, like it just going over the top with, I guess, for lack of a better word, femininity. You know, it's really interesting. It's like, oh, this really is a way. And, you know, we talk about gender identity kind of coming in at three and four and kids kind of look around and figure, oh, this is what girls do. So whether they're cisgendered or transgendered, the idea that this is what I'm a girl and this is how I show that or something, you know, there's a certain like, level and so to me it's the same thing with like underwear when kids are like i can't wear that underwear when they have to change and it's like the wrong gender i mean yeah. not that underwear has a gender but it does <laughs> right? yeah the color the print the picture yeah 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 that's 
already been categorized as one or the other yeah, yeah. and they can't cross. And they know and they were like, I cannot wear that. Right. And it's and it's so it's like right. to me, it's like, yes, it really is part of identity. Yeah. So that's been a big part. That's what that's one thing that's definitely changed. Mm-hmm. Most of that happened after I was out of the classroom or my own mm-hmm. classroom at least. So is one of the issues that they don't get me on Prince's play? Um, I think it's the, my fear that they wouldn't, but it okay. that never happens. You know, that's the funny part of it, of like, right. doesn't because actually the happen. The princess play <laughs> leads to a different kind of play. Right. And it's, a, it's all social, emotional, yeah. and role-playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's well, still something... <laughs> well, yeah, no, as you say, it, I think that was, that was the struggle for me, is that it, being very comfortable with gunplay myself as a, as a child and realizing that I've come to be a nurturing adult, that I... I could, I've lived it. So I was like, yep, I know that that's not always the case. And we know there's research and we know right, there's right, yeah. But that princess play for me, because I wasn't a part of it really much at all growing up, that I, as an adult now, I feel like I don't want to promote the stereotype of inferiority or, or of this idea that it is only about looks, that it is only about, you know, come and save me. Right. And I think that, as Joy, you said before, I think, there's been a bigger push to empower, which has been great. And I think that's and it's been where... happening for a longer time than I for at first noticed. Like right. thinking like Mulan, you know, there's been whatever you want to call it, strong princesses for a while. Right. And actually I'm kind of you know, like so tangled, frozen, yep. Mulan. Like there's these princesses that do a lot. Yeah. There is I think that's been great to see and I think that's where what Tom you said about the, what is at the base of it. And it's what I've, when I look back at it, it really is about the social dynamics of this group. It's not, I have been fights over who's going to get the best mm-hmm. dress in the classroom. Oh, yeah. And that's where I've switched from having actual dresses to just various cuts of fabric right. where then they can tie and we can have many of the same one mm-hmm. and that, or many same many of the same piece so that they can all wrap up. Right. But then it's more the story and there is this... The same that we know comes from gunplay or or wrestling or superheroes and things right. like that, where we know that there's such value in the creativity, the storytelling, the actual transformation of you know taking on the character and who does this character really have to be to be this character? So mm-hmm. I think you know that. So I think the same is going to be true for when when Princess Play comes up. Right. My my initial I have I pump the brakes. I'm like oh, but I don't want to I don't want to have. have be just the stereotyped right. 1950s, 60s Disney portrayal of mm-hmm. princesses. I, I'm so surprised that the parallel that you guys are making between gunplay and princess play. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, we're afraid of, or you're afraid of where the princess play will get stuck. Right, right. And people are afraid of gunplay because yeah, right. it, that, yeah. it, it just means one kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, I, it's you know, really kind of blown my mind. Yeah. Here. Well, and the fact that I know that intellectually, it's more like the, the, the feelings I get from the two of like one, right. I guess, because I, like you said, I lived the one. So I know, oh yeah, that really doesn't lead to it. But in the other one, it's like, eh. but, but also I think the... it's the commercialization, like more about like the backpacks, the lunchboxes, like everything has a princess on it. And it's mm-hmm. like, therefore you have to buy the things that have been 
you know. Everything has a superhero on it too. That's true. And they play super. Kids point. play super. Yeah. I mean, and I, I guess I don't mean I don't think either one's really particularly virtuous. I don't think gunplay is virtuous. I mean, I, I, I'm not right. like, oh, awesome! They're shooting each other. I mean, I, right. I, I, I know yeah. what I know. Right. And not to worry, like you said, that they're going to, you know, grow up to right, people right. who shoot people. But it doesn't mean that I'm like, oh, I'm so glad that these young right. children have figured out that guns are the most powerful thing in our society. And I'm so glad that this is how they're choosing to express their power. Right. You know, and I'm, mm-hmm. you know, so I, I, don't, I don't think either one is necessarily sure. more virtuous than the other. But I do think Princess Play can exp- also, you know, the other thing that can get tricky about it, because it can often be girls, mostly, who are mm-hmm. engaging in it. I do think that there is often an element of relational aggression within it. You talked mm-hmm. about it, Ross, with, mm-hmm. no, I'm wearing that dress. You can't have that dress. Um, and, and just sort of the ways in which, you know, these kinds of, you know, relationships are used aggressively toward each other. And I'm not going to play with like you. more like if, if you, yeah, I'm not going right. to play there. You can't right. be right. my you wear the dress and I'm not you're... playing the game. Or you can't, you can't be that character because I'm going to be that character. So therefore, you can't play the game because there mm-hmm. can only be right. one of them. Not that this doesn't happen in other kinds of play, but I do think right. it also, I do think it's a high prevalence. I think it often in flies a, under the, the radar. of something like that because then you can deal with those. Then you can deal with it. You can deal with those hard issues. Otherwise, as long as the teacher does. So I feel like relational aggression it's a little easier for teachers to sort of let it go. Right. Oh, mm. she's wearing that dress. Let sorry. it go. I, sorry. Let it go. No, no. Right, right. Um, as opposed to like when one kid pushes another, it's yes. like they're going to deal with it. They may, may or may they not. They may or may not step in. And, step and in, or I, I'd argue even be aware of be it aware, because yeah. it's not necessarily as loud. It no, may not yeah. be, right. in that, or as That's visible. True. So it might be, well, you're not going to get to come to my birthday party. And you're going to wear that like, ugly what? dress, and you're going to be Cinderella, and right. you're going to like it right. if you if you want to play. But yeah, I think, yeah. but not I think, that kids don't do this and you know, be the dog, and they do other right. things you uh-huh. know, to each right. other. But I, but I think Tom's point is that it's great that children then have the opportunity to work it, to practice it, but right. as we would have them find right. other strategies with pushing to get yeah, that. Any so kind of so here's one other thing, and this I it isn't really the age group that we talk about, but Mm. does that same princess play, what about body image? Like, Mm -hmm. does that affect that? Because that's the one part where I wonder, even though superheroes, you know, there's these unrealistic body types also. Right. But nobody's doing like Instagram filters to look like Batman, right? But But they are trying to look like the cartoon princess. I would argue that I think that there is more, I mean, body dysmorphia is becoming more out there but the idea that even for young children and maybe more from the 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 masculinity world that you need to be bigger stronger tougher to be uh, the man's man and i think that's the the false portrayal that's out there similar to you need these unrealistic body proportions to be uh, an ideal feminine beauty right and i think it might be something that is just is it Maybe it's another discussions topic, but the idea of the undercurrent of what is it? What is the messaging that happens with what you're supposed to look like? What? Well, I think there's a range of maybe what teachers provide in the classroom as well. I don't. Somebody's been out in more rooms than I have, so I. I but you know, when you look around, very few teachers are, are probably actually putting out like toy swords, or some probably right. are. I've right. seen like little like armor sets yeah. or whatever, set, yeah. you but know. it's definitely less. I, yeah, I would say. Whereas, and you're kind of got more like your block gun or your finger gun. Right. I'm I'm going on a little bit of a limb here. You guys, please mm-hmm. correct me if I'm wrong. But I think teachers are more comfortable putting out the dresses, mm-hmm. putting out the fancy shoes, and so the, so the suggestion from your environment and from mm-hmm. your from yeah. the adults in your yeah. world is like this is your choice. 
I, I, I don't think I'm making my point very well, but I mean, I think to be aware of of the materials available to do it, if it's really easy to to put on the high heel shoes and the and the tube top fancy dress, then that that message I think is a little more reinforced by the environment. Um, than the finger yeah. gun, where you're kind of bringing bringing your own idea. Mm-hmm. I, 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 don't, I just I think what we provide for children does send a message. I guess is all sure. I really mean to say. Yeah, and I guess maybe and I don't think this is a. What I want to point out is just like when in the pretend area, dramatic play area, whatever you want to call it. There's a reason to have realistic items, items that kids would see in their house. And then there's, I don't know, I call it the magic items. Mm-hmm. More and fantasy. Fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and it should include all types of fantasy. It should have shiny things that kids can wear, and it should have capes and feathers um, and masks. Feathers and, and masks. Yeah. And I always loved those, uh, like, Mardi Gras beads right. or something. I guess like that's what I mean. You're not just, you're not. I guess, yeah, to pull back and say, well, just make sure that your classroom is not really just offering kind of a binary choice, right? Boys do sure. this and girls do yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, that's a good way to. Yeah. I mean, that's to me was that's what the beauty of the fabric was. It's just pieces of fabric that you get to tell the story. You get to use this however you see it. So that blue shimmery piece of fabric might be your cape. It might be your Elsa dress. It might be the ocean you're going to go swimming in. It might right. be the roof to your castle that you've created, whatever. Mm-hmm. But that it has the openness to be whatever versus being this is only a dress. This is only Dr. Scrubs. This is only. Right, right, yeah. And that. And then they could wrap it around their body. It could be as a cape. It could be on their head as a some kind of, you know. They got to choose how it was going mm-hmm. to be incorporated. And I yeah. think that there was the... And then it was. It. This is for everybody. This is for anybody. So sure. if you want to join the princesses, we got more fabric. And, you know, they could come in in the way that felt comfortable or however they yeah. wanted to and princesses can be cute but they can be tough they can be whatever you know like it right they can run the whole gamut just because they're calling it princess or things or fairies that's the other one that mm-hmm. yeah lots, yeah i think i have more fairy play than princess yeah. play i don't know why mm-hmm. that would and, and i have to be... say superhero play is starting to switch it's kind of funny because princess play has started to include more and more like elements of what i call what i would think of a superhero play when i first started teaching mm-hmm. and i'd say superheroes have been getting more representation both uh, gender wise and racially and so it's just this interesting like mm-hmm. <laughs> at what point will they just be one thing because in a lot of ways they are anyways this uh has given me a lot to think about <laughs> and i don't know i thought it was a good discussion yeah. so thanks mm-hmm. everyone yeah, yeah thanks, thanks. Mike. thank you for listening to teaching with the body and bond we'll be back again next week with another episode music is by big wheel popcorn <laughs>